Welcome, everybody. Today is going to be off the charts. Why do I say that? Because as you heard in the intro just now, Hillary is the host. But today, officially starting once a month, the third Thursday of every month, I have a new co-host, Teresa Tigo Gost. And let me tell you, we're going to take it up a notch and actually not even up a notch. It's going to be like off the charts in terms of what we're going to be doing. It's no longer going to be just the relaunch or the relaunch podcast. This is the relaunch reel. And it's going to be all about hearing from others, hearing from us, gaining perspective on people relaunching their lives. And then we're going to take it one step further because these are people that you have heard about, that you have wanted to know more about. And we're going to take it to the level of, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I did not know that. Oh my goodness. So we're going to go there. We are going to be talking about the things that people don't want to necessarily talk about. Mm. So again, did you know that? I didn't know that. And I'm so glad I'm sitting on this side of the table. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. You're listening to the Relaunch Podcast, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, best-selling author, speaker, and transformational coach widely recognized in the worlds of neuropsychology and business launches, which cultivated the one and only 3HQ method, helping midlife women, yep, that's me too, rebuild a life of purpose, possibility, and inspiring business ventures. Each week, We'll be diving into the stories that brought upon the most inspirational relaunches while sharing the methods and the secrets that they learned along the way so that you too can have not just an ordinary relaunch, but an extraordinary relaunch. I've been searching for a co-host for probably now two years and yes, There have been others, but they just didn't pan out. And so I now have literally hit the jackpot. I'm in Las Vegas right now. In fact, I have to think about that. I am with Tigo. And Tigo started her first business at age 10. She has a PhD from the School of Hard Knocks. She loves that. I really do. I'm like, I just, I think it's so great. She is not only an executive producer, she has her own international show. It is currently what, 2 million people We're monthly? About, about a half a million a week. So about 2 million a yeah, month. Yeah, 2 million a month. Listening or watching. And she is also a veteran of the Navy. And I don't know if you know this, my dad was too. Dead rocks. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to get into all of that. But really, you also have your own network. I do. And it's the network of women. Yes. Network of outstanding women. Of outstanding yeah. women. Of Forget outstanding about just women. women. We got to yeah, talk about it. I got to, you know, I got to throw the bone in there. She's our, our business woman of the year this oh. year. It's going to be so much fun. In yeah. September. In, in, September. No, in October. Oh, October. October 20th to the 22nd. And you better I, adjust your calendar. I will. I thought it was September. This is. You can't be here. <laughs> you can come in September, but then you got to come back in October. I'll, I'll do both. Okay. Anytime That's I can good. be with you. And as you can tell right now, we are in studio. Exactly. This is Tigo's amazing studio. We got like green screens, white screens, black areas. I mean, this place is dialed up and you are such an inspiration to be and your passion and what you're doing for entrepreneurs is so empowering because you really are trying to lead the way, show, show people how anybody, no matter what the circumstance is, can get to that highest level. Definitely. I mean, I mean that's, that's what it's all about, right? You know, we're all taught that when we're little kids, you go for anything. And then by the time we get to high school, we go, what if somebody sees it? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> so true. We, we got to get back there and go for what it is we really want and what our dreams are all about. And nothing should stop you. I mean, age, you know, male or female, it doesn't matter your education level. It's, it's about the passion 
And then the drive. You got to be passionate and then you got to go for the drive. That's well, and one thing that you just started to go down the path is you know, limiting beliefs. Yeah. The things that truly hold us back. We're going to be talking about those as well. And I was asked the other day as a as a woman over 50, that was kind of the, the premise, you know, what have what has been some of your most impactful relaunches and successes after 50? And I start to just, you know, go down the list. I'm like, you know what? This mid zone is an awesome place to be. It is. <laughs> it's an awesome place to be. And, and if you don't mind, I'm going to gear off the road here just a second and look back. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So I'm in the Navy. I'm 18, 19 years old. I thought you were literally going to look back. No, like, I don't no, know. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. You ready? Yes. So I'm, ready. I'm in the Navy. I'm 18, 19 years old. And this woman who was in the Navy for almost 20 years tells me, let me explain how life's going to go. She says, you're going to blow your 20s. Everybody does. You're going to learn from it in your 30s. You know, in your 40s, you start living your life. And in your 50s, nothing can stop you. And that's exactly God, that what so happened. True. You know, that's exactly what happened for us. Is that when you really, because I know for a long time you were behind the camera. Really How, I was there this morning. <laughs> yeah, actually, you you all should have seen this. I wish we had been recording what was going on. I mean, she had it set up in a different area. Then we're like, no, 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 let's do it here. We're moving things around. We are doing everything to bring this as a truly live show to you. But let me ask you, what was it that finally got you to come and sit in this chair on this side of the camera? Well, I had, you know, been this mentor teacher for many people teaching them how to start their own show, be a host for us, be a host for themselves. And when, you know, we finally decided, I don't know, four or five years ago, uh, one of my business partners who has since passed away from breast cancer, she said, you've got to go be a host. And I'm like, are you crazy? I put a hat on backwards. I have a holy jeans. I stand behind cameras. This is not what I do. She's like, if you can teach everybody. That it, it's your voice you want out there. They're never going to be your voice. You got to go out there and be in front. No, for five years, I said no. Well, then in January of 2020, I said yep. yes. And we came up with a show called Expert Talk, right? Mm -hmm. So you've been on the show. That's and, when I got to meet you. Yeah, and we wanted to feature, you know, entrepreneurs from all over the world that are from in their garage, in the little corner of the dining room table, all the way up to billionaires that have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of employees. We've talked to all of them over the years. And it's like, I wanted to do that. So we got four in the can, right? We're in a different studio then. We're, we got four in the can. We got it on Cox. We got it on the Family Channel. We're across the country. Amazon Prime picks us up as one of 35 talk shows ever to be on Amazon Prime. So you can go to Amazon, you would see Oprah and Ellen and me, which was funny as heck. What is going on? Which was funny as heck. And then just pinch me, right? Yeah, just pinch <laughs> me, right? And then I'm like, okay, no problem. We're running. And boom, COVID. Right? Here comes COVID. And I call the networks and I'm like, hey, you know, we've been working together almost 20 years. What do we do? They said, Well, you can either get us new shows. Or we're going to just run the four shows you have until COVID is over. Well, considering <laughs> COVID's been going for three years, that would have been a lot of. It would have been a lot of those four shows. We would have started to like memorize them and know exactly. She's going to say this right now. So I, because I was an engineer and was a producer and blah blah blah, I moved everything into my house and became producer, director, host, show, water girl, you, know, you name it, script, and just did everything from home. And now we're at almost four hundred episodes. Four hundred. Four hundred. How many did you a week? We air every day, Monday through Friday. No. Yeah, we do. Wow. Every day, Monday through Friday. Here, I air. thought I was special. <laughs> <laughs> you are. special. I don't go out with anybody yeah. else. Oh, really? Oh, I, you know what? I've See? several. See? You know, that's not going to happen. Hillary calls me. She gets it halfway out of her mouth. And I go, what is it, crazy? Of course I'm doing that. It was great. <laughs> when we first met, it was one of those lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I mean, we started to talk and... It was one of those, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, this, I, you know, I keep throwing it out there. I keep saying, you know, okay, manifestation, I want to be this manifestation mm -hmm. magnet. And I knew exactly what I wanted. I wanted that, the spark. I talk about elevating your energy. I talk about, like, getting somebody that when we come together, we light up. We light up the air. We light up the, 
And when we were talking and you started to, you know, I said, hey, just give me a little bit. And I was on your show, but I started to ask you about your relaunches, about what, you know, was significant. And you did tell me about your childhood. Mm -hmm. And I like the idea that, you know, there are like-minded people and then there's like energy people. Right. And we don't have to have the same common background or upbringing to be like-minded. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was just like, oh my God, this woman, I want to know everything about you. I want to know your story. I want to know, you know, what were your strengths, your struggles, your everything. And I thought, I wonder if this is going to pan out. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. In Las Vegas. What is it? February 23rd, 2023. 23-23. And we are sitting here and we're doing it. But I do want I do want to ask you to take us back to your early days because it has impacted you so much with your significant relaunches and the ability that so many people told you, okay, stop being behind the camera, get in front, start sharing, start being you and letting everyone see it. You know, I never knew what my voice was. I'll be perfectly honest, right? I've always been super creative, but I'm a computer programmer. You know, I'm really super. I give you, I give you so much credit being a computer programmer. They at Oracle, they sent me to a computer programming class for six weeks. Literally sent me away because they knew if I got home, I would never go back. <laughs> that is tough. That is tough stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I was I programmed in 18 languages. I started programming in high school in the South Side of Chicago. And so for me, I'm super comfortable behind a couple of computers, three or four. And a really cool desk and just creating and creating and creating. And hopefully one day in the future, we'll talk about AI and all this stuff that's going on. I'm in. Because I'm I love that. Oh, into the oh I am thing. too. So, and, and getting into that. And then I tripped into production. I didn't even know I was a producer. I started a digital magazine 18 years ago and I put a talk show in and a tell Hollywood us, producer. Please tell us, though, it was a very impactful digital magazine. It was. It was, it was called, the first. Yeah, it was Black Insight Magazine, world's first all-digital interactive magazine for African-Americans. We reached 1.8 million subscribers in less than two years. And I mean, it was- Think about this. This is 18 years ago. Yeah, print, before YouTube. Before well, people, and print we, was still a huge, you, you know, they, we were looking at magazines. We were, and you're like, no, I'm going digital. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to- yeah. I mean, you have- and that's why that magazine went away. One of the big print magazines came along, wrote us to check and said, go away because you can do things we can't do yet. So you need to go. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere. Wait. Yeah, I might be. Okay, bye-bye. willing to. <laughs> this sounds like a really good idea. Okay, bye-bye. So that's how it all yeah. got started. That's what it was all about. And when we got through it all, it's like, a producer tells me from Hollywood, she's a director, Anna Maria Davis. I talk about her all the time. Um, she did Things Russian with Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek, and major producer in Hollywood at the time. And she, I met her at a mixer. And she said, honey, you're a producer. I said, no, I'm a computer geek that has a magazine. And she said, no, you're a producer. And I'm like, oh, okay, so what does that mean? You know? And she said, I'm going to show you. Be at my house in Boulder City next week, and I'm going to show you. Well, for the next year, she took me back and forth to Hollywood and sat me on major sets like Pavlov's dog. Sit, stay. <laughs> As she sat me with producers, directors, lighting, sound, you name it. What an amazing opportunity. What an opportunity, right? It's like we're walking into major Hollywood stars' homes that are friends of family for her. And I'm just standing there trying not to go... <laughs> you know, starstruck. Right. No, I'm not supposed and, to be. Know, I'm gonna be cool, right? <laughs> so I'm standing here going, "Oh my god!" And then it turns out that I am a producer, and I'm a director too. So now I'm doing films. We're doing documentaries. We've got this amazing event coming in October. There's so much stuff going on. But yeah, I started as a computer geek that had this idea about a magazine. <laughs> you know what I love about the story is that for so many people. You let, you let life open up for you. Mm -hmm. You were willing to go be a part of something new. And I laugh because I actually grew up in Los Angeles and I remember going to college and I was like, oh, you know, what, what celebrities have you seen? And, 
And I don't know what it was about me, but I actually repelled celebrities. Like I'm one of those that, except for the few kids that went to my school and their famous parents, I never saw anyone. I mean, my big moment was when I saw Phyllis Diller. And she, too. and she was sitting behind I me. And I'm like, that voice. I met her here. Yeah. I met her too. She's the living That is fairy. so funny. I met her in um, on uh, Melrose Lane. And she was sitting right behind me in a different booth. Okay, so that was one. And then the other was, my claim is that I was in an Australian restaurant. I was sitting with my mom. Okay. I was here. My mom was in front of me. Okay. She was looking behind me. And I'm like, God, she's really distracted little bit rude because every time I'm talking, she's saying, you know, she's kind of looking past me and I'm like, what is going on? Finally, she says, oh, she called me Hillary Jane. Hillary Jane, you are not going to believe guess who was sitting right behind you. And I'm like, who? Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. And I'm like, and you didn't didn't say anything (laughs) to me? That would have been my best claim to fame. Now I just say, well, I was, I was in the booth over, but I never saw, but they were right behind me. And so anyway, I can, I can respect that whole, cause now I think if I meet anyone, I'm like, oh my God, it's so great. Well, didn't you grow up in LA? Didn't you see a lot of people? No, I didn't. I didn't say. And that's the funny thing about LA. People think that if you live in LA, you see, you know, all these celebrities and it's like, you know, they don't hang out at the local grocery store at the 7-Eleven. At you least know? not where I'm going. Right. You know, <laughs> so it's like, why would you think that? Yeah. And the same yeah. thing here in Las Vegas, you know, we've got all these superstars on the strip and, yeah. you know, people are like, well, what's us? You're like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was in Vegas for six weeks. And he didn't come over for yeah. dinner. I Wayne, no I did idea. run into Wayne Newton. I get all the I get all the big ones. I, I'm like that lucky person. <laughs> I wonder who I'll run into tonight. Yes, now <laughs> gonna she be... set that out there. She's yeah. gonna run into somebody major. I am. I am going to. <laughs> okay, so as we are really thinking about your life and hearing more about this and as you're starting to create, what do you what are you ultimately going for? Like what is what's the dream? What is your lifestyle of success built on? To be remembered and forgotten at the same time. <laughs> you got to explain that one. Okay. So the reason why we created the Network of Outstanding Women is because we wanted to have an organization that would grow as big as like an Oscar or anything or whatever that right. is, right? But a hundred years from now, nobody remembers who started. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, who started the Grammys? Well, I don't so know. They've been around forever, you know? Because if you ask somebody who started the Grammys, what, one out of a billion people know? Yeah. Nobody knows. They just know this is when it happens, oh, no. right? So that's what I wanted, you know? Yeah. And then, but from public speaking and hosting and all of that, I want to be remembered so that young people can say they can't will realize they can't. Yeah. Because as Dick Ziggler used to say, whether you think you can or wasn't Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, right? You know? And it's like- Henry Ford, Henry but Ford. Yeah. did you know Zig Ziglar's real name? No, you, well, uh, you uh, mentioned. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say the whole. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know what it is? What? Hillary. <laughs> These are the fascinating facts that we are going to uncover so during, Hillary, during our show. Ziggler, save my yeah. life. Yeah. Big Ziggler <laughs> saved my life with Les Brown and Rita Davenport. Uh, but Hillary Ziggler saved my life. Yeah. That, have uh, that's why he changed to Zig. No joke. I saw that. Now people are going to be like, you know, you're going to have to fact check some of these things, everyone. I get it. I get it. Some things I, you're going to say like, nope. I didn't know that. It's my first one. See? I didn't know that. I know. I'm here for you. Oh <laughs> Trust me. I got a lot coming your way too. Oh, wait. Come on. Yeah, this is going to be good. So when you think about um, all of the different things that you have been doing, mm-hmm. you said directing, producing, um, the, you know, coasting, mm-hmm. what really lights you up? What's the number one? You're going to say everything lights me up because that is who Tigo no. is. But you know what really lights me up? It is super tech community. That's me. Oh, that's that's what, what really lights me up. Now, what depresses me mm-hmm. is that I create something that is too far, far in front of time. Like your digital magazine. Yeah. And people go, it does what? And, and will it blow my phone or my computer? But yeah. to create something, my mother used to be a great cook. I'll go with this one, okay. right? She's a great cook. I told her, you got to teach me how to cook. You know, my cousins in the house, you know what I'm talking about. The mothers, the, the elders were amazing. We're in trouble now. Forget it. If it isn't instructed on the box, we're done. 
Well, my mom could take a pinch of this to the double of that and da 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 and make this amazing dish, right? I can do the same thing with tech and creating. I love to be able to look at like bringing production into apps and into the web and doing all that kind of stuff. So that's what lights me up. When I'm sitting in front of a computer and my business partner will tell you this, at midnight, I'm calling going, do you know this will work together? And why are you on my phone at midnight? Because it works. Mm-hmm. That's what truly right. I have to me tell up. you, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not overly like great at tech, but I love it. So, and so I will try to continue to like, you know, Ecamm will come out with this next new version. I'm like, oh, I got to learn that feature and this feature. <laughs> and I'll end up getting, you know, kind of like in that circle, that spinning loop where I'm like, okay, I can't figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. And these days working from the house, you don't have the, you know, go down the hall, get your tech group to come on in. So Aww. I'm the one. You don't have a tech group I don't have a tech, your house? I still cannot. I ordered a computer or excuse me, a printer from Amazon and I ordered it and it came and I'm like, what is this? I ordered one of those that you need an app and then you have to go through the app in order to print it. I'm like, why? It was so easy before. Everything is an app, right? Every single thing is an app. Everything has an if banana, butter, and oil. Everything. It really does. Has an if banana, butter, and oil. You know, so it's like even what we're doing right now today yeah. is like it's an entirely different setup if we're yeah. not going live. It's yeah. an entirely different setup if we're going live and our audio is going live and we got to make sure the audio is perfect. There's entirely mm-hmm. different setups for films. Everything yeah. has an if banana or butter and or and you're using the same gear. That's what's funny. Yeah. It's the same gear, yeah. but it's not set up the same way. I'll tell you something else that lights me up. I love putting people on camera or in their most uncomfortable spot, like fear of being on stage, you know, and working them through it so that they walk off that stage or that camera says, somebody says cut, and they go, oh my God, what's that mean? Chico, how long does it take to get someone super comfortable being on stage? About 20 minutes. See, that's so good. And we we are going to be doing this, everyone. We are going to have a program where we're bringing people to Las Vegas. You're going to get to be in this studio. We are... We're going to take you from where you are and literally 20 minutes later, you're going to be 20 minutes. You're going to be comfortable getting on. These are all things that we're going to be offering up our audience to be able to join us. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's going to be, it's going to be truly, amazing. you know, the thing with getting on stages or being in front of the camera or whatever, it's all the same. You've got to get it out of here right. and come from here. And the minute you do that, yeah. you don't care who's in the room. It doesn't matter because you're in your comfortable spot giving your message you're like loving being able to share you know just share whether there's 12 people listening or 12 million people watching you just share that's it so i want to share one thing with you okay and i'm going to have you since now being a co-host you're going to be my guinea pig a lot and i hope i'm your guinea pig you try things on me i try things on you well just recently i've always had a process called tuning And tune in is when people ask me about how do you incorporate a concept that, you know, I I teach off in the three HQ, get out of your head, into your heart. So you can tap in by yourself and people will say, Hey, what is the first step? Because that all sounds good to get out of my head, to tap into the heart. I want to create my best version, Mm -hmm. but they don't know how. Mm -hmm. So tune in is a process and we will continue to have people when they come and they're with us, tune in, tune in, tune in, because it is something that you can literally do all day long. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have you go through the tune in process. So is there with it's a, it's a four stage process. Everyone out there can be doing this. Okay. You can even do it, except there's one part that if you're driving, please don't do. <laughs> but this is what you can do. Stage one, four stages. Stage one. And it's perfect because you're on stage whenever you're starting to film or do anything like that. But stage one is what challenge Mm -hmm. in your business do you have right now that you would really like to move past it? What would that be? And if Okay, I could answer it. Yeah. But it's already been answered. Is that okay? Oh, no. I need. Okay, so hold on. Or what intention? are you putting out there that you really want to have happen like a goal or a priority or something that in the future you really want to have? In the future, I really, really want to have 
Um, one thing that I definitely want to have happen when it comes to the now honors is that I want women to feel that still. Okay. So you want women when they come to now yeah. to feel like it's home. It's home. Whether they're a part of the membership site, they're at the events, they're hanging out. Super. They're home. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to go into stage two stage and we're going to change the channel. Okay. And Einstein said, you can't, you can't answer a question or solve a problem that was created at the same level. You have to be able to elevate yourself so that you can solve the problem at a higher level. So I'm going to elevate your energy so that when you're thinking about creating this, you'll know exactly what to do. Sound okay. good? I'm listening. Okay. But how we're going to do that in this stage two is I'm going to have you tune in to a song that truly lights you up. When you listen to it, you are on fire. You are like, yes, I can't, I can't just sit here. I got to move my body. I got to dance around. What would that song be? You're going to laugh. So don't tell me. You got to say what it is. I'm not telling you. <laughs> I <know> you have <laughs> to. <laughs> the theme to Rocky. Oh my God. I love that one. I use that when I'm going live too. My team knows. I'll go like, dun, 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 dun. you know, and I'm like, and I even do that when I see stairs. Yeah. I'll start to think when I'm out yeah. there running, I'll be like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. All right. So now I want you, this is how we're going to change the channel, okay. right? Because again, you can't solve a problem at the level it was created. So we've got to get up to, so how do we make people feel like they are truly connected and at home mm -hmm. when they are at now? Okay. So I want you now to close your eyes and you're going to have Rocky's theme song go through your body from your head all the way. You're going to tap your feet, you move your body, you're changing your state. Okay. All right. Open your eyes and you're going to go ahead and go into stage three. Stage three is I want you to visualize right now in your head, in your mind, what that woman would look like, feel like, visualize that when she is feeling like she is home because she is part of now. Okay. So again, tune in, tune in. You got the song playing. You're thinking about that. Okay. Now I am going to ask you in order to bring this into neuroscience, we want to imagine the image in our mind and I want you to close your eyes Think of that image again. And is there a color that really is standing out for you? Blue. blue. Can you think about that blue? What kind of blue is that? Teal. Teal blue. Okay. I want you to now, I'm going to put you through a process called click. Okay. And click is something that I've done since I was little to capture an internal moment. All right. To capture something that's inside my mind. Okay. It's an internal picture. So you're going to close your eyes. When I say click, you're going to take a picture by opening your eyes, almost like remember uh, Bewitched, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Montgomery, Elizabeth <laughs> Montgomery, and she'd wiggle her nose. Yeah, well, you're going to be doing the same type of thing, but you're going to open your eyes and then close your eyes. And I'm going to say click three times okay. and you're going to take an internal picture really looking at that color, three of them. Ready? Okay. okay. Tune back into that song. Close your eyes. Click. Click. This is me. Click. Wow. Okay. That just took an internal picture. And when you have an internal picture going on in your mind and you have color associated, it lights up your brain. It puts it into long-term memory. So now phase four is I want you to think of one thing you can do today to create momentum around having women feel like they are truly in their place at home when they are, when they're, when they're in your, your network, they're at, they're working in now. Okay. okay. What would that now tune back in? Rocky Balboa going through. I want you to <laughs> come Balboa on. Come through. on. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. What is that? One thing you could do today to create momentum. Um, the one thing I can do today, I can do a thousand things, but the one Just thing one. that I can do today to create that momentum is 
send out that invitation to one of the young women entrepreneurs that I have And how long would it take you to write that email? Well, now thanks to AI, about five seconds. I know. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that. That is like the greatest thing ever. December right. was a life changer for me. Right. When that came right. out. Yeah. Okay. So, but in reality, an hour, hour and a half. Okay. Done this Do you have time today? Yeah. For sure. Well, you have to tell me how many of these are we doing? Five of these, maybe tomorrow. No, no, no. We're, we're going to do one more. Lucky, yeah, lucky us. We're going to do it I'm again. Do it. Okay. So that is what I'm talking about too many. When you think about getting out of your head, mm-hmm. tuning in, being able to do that, whether you're going on a stage, tune in, mm-hmm. whether you are writing a marketing email, tune in, it changes your state. And it's like a pocket. It's a pocket tool for you all day long. And I get to listen to my thing. You get to, and here's the thing. You can turn it up, turn it up, right? Don't tune out, tune in. I love it. So now I want to ask you, All right. when you are thinking about the future yep. and you had to literally relaunch over COVID, you had to really think differently. You had to come up with new ideas, new innovation. We know you're a thought leader. Awesome. And how can you, what do you think is going to be happening in the future? Where do you think, even because, you know, where's TV going? Where's media going? What's happening? Well, it's already happening, but it's going to be even bigger. People think right now that, you know, they've cut the cable and cut on cable, pretty much. People are they not. they cut the cable on cable. They cut the cable I, cable I like cable. that. They're streaming now. They're doing all of that. But there's all of these um, like Roku type channels that are coming up. But the new technology and with AI and all of that, television itself is going to make a rebound. You can feel it, but it's going to make a rebound the way it used to be when I was a kid because I'm a little bit older than you. And it'll be. We're all in the mid zone. I I have to say, Brene Brown said middle age is 35 until you're dead. (laughs) Let's give a high high five, girl. So in the near future, I truly believe that you remember the old rabbit ears? We're going to have digital rabbit ear channels all over the world that people are creating and being able to pipe into and not be dependent on the giant social media platforms that are out there right now. Because right now we're pretty much a slave to a different rhythm. We were a slave to cable before. Now it's big social media platforms. And if those platforms decide that your, your page or your channel doesn't fit with their new guidelines, they can just take you away. And I know a couple of people that have had millions of people following them. And then they got an email saying, uh, you're outside the guidelines, you're gone. And they were out of business. I have heard that too. Yeah. So and I and really it's not believe, just one or two. Yeah. There are yeah. hundreds so I really of those believe there, There's going to be a way to bridge traditional television with social media the way it is mm-hmm. and create your own platform yourself that you can spread to the world or just to a local region. If you're in Chicago and you only want to be in Chicago, you can digitally create it so that you're only in Chicago. So mm-hmm. I think that's where it's you going. Know where I think that this is going also. When you think about, um, you know that I just read the book. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Relaunch, Spark Your Heart, Ignite Your Life. And you have traditional publishers. Mm-hmm. And I think of those as being kind of the big, the big stations, the big, the big bullies out mm-hmm. there. Big, big women, mm-hmm. however we want to say it. And then you've got hybrid where you have the ability to self-publish, but you have a publisher that helps you along. And then you have self-publishing. Do you think that the way media is going, is that it's going to be a lot like that, where there's going to be the ability to self-publish, to self-promote, to self-create your own media channels? Yes, we're already doing it. Yeah. We're already doing it, you know? And it's like, thanks to... Um, companies like Amazon and others, you know, it's really easy to self-publish, but with digital platforms, you don't need any of those guys, you know, you don't need, and you can leave it up to that person if they want to turn it into print or not, but with augmented reality and artificial intelligence and all of that, how would you ever want, you know, save a tree, grab a phone. (laughs) Well, that's why, that's why it was interesting. We um, are going to have this photo shoot today and we had to go and find magazines so that we have something in you know with as a as a prop for us right 
And Shannon was sweet enough to say, hey, I'll take that on. I'm going to go look around. She couldn't find anything in the airport. She had to go half of the terminal way down to try to find, you know, a, a copy of Forbes, a copy of Inc., a copy of some of these magazines. We just don't have it. And I also have to say, I was sitting at a restaurant the other day and there was a magazine on a table with a couple and this, I'd say maybe three-year-old. And the three-year-old started to flip through this magazine and immediately tried to swipe. Yep. Immediately was like, this is really not fun. Like kind of got frustrated that, you know, like what's going on, like trying to open it up. Like I can't see that. And I'm like, it was amazing that that's where, that's where we're going. Oh, that's where we are. You cannot tell me you have not looked at a recipe or the side of the label of something and it's too small and you want to go like this. Yeah. Totally. And then you realize, wait a second, it's, it's real. You can't. It's so, so then you cheat and you take a picture. I do that. I, do I totally do that. Take the picture and then you can blow it up and you're like, ah, <laughs> so good. But I actually, you mentioned something earlier about cooking and my daughter came to visit me this weekend Okay, and it was a surprise visit with her boyfriend. Uh Oh yeah. And they were supposed to stay two nights. They stayed three <laughs> when they left my husband. And they were like, oh. But it was really interesting. She said, um, mom, I've got a great TikTok idea for you. Mm-hmm. You do. I do a lot of times Monday night fish fry. Okay. Everybody loves a good fish fry on a Monday night. Oh, you know what? That's so unfair to say, but because you're going to be able to see mine because my daughter ended up filming it and we were cooking in the kitchen and I all of a sudden looked at her and I'm like, wait a second, again, pinch me because I didn't even know you ever even cooked. And here you are only because we were filming it. Was she cooking? Mm-hmm. But she said, you know, I didn't realize how easy it was to do this. I'm now going to make this. And, you know, I'm like, what do you mean it was easy? It's not easy. And it was just so great. But I think kids are starting to see. And it was funny because somehow the, um, the fryer got pulled out of the wall and she said, mom, why isn't it like sizzling? I need sizzle. That's part of, you know, what interests people is the sizzle factor. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, well, it is pretty old. It must be broken. And we're looking around and all of a sudden someone's like, uh, it's unplugged. We're like, oh, gee. So we plugged it back in, it sizzled and we were able to have an incredible sizzle. (laughs) I've had so much fun back in the 80s and the 90s as a tech support that just going in and making sure there wasn't a paper jam, it wasn't plugged in. Well, it's not. Okay. Well, it actually, I got to say it happened again on Monday. We couldn't figure out why our garage door wasn't open. Okay. It was stuck. It wasn't, you know, working and from the panel outside. So we called the guy and, you know, he came out this, you know, very like elaborate truck and everything. And he says, you know, what's the problem? I said, we just can't, it's not opening. And he said, okay, well, let's just, you know, troubleshoot this. So he said, show me what you've been doing. It didn't work. It did not work. Cause you know, sometimes you get the person there and you're like, all of a sudden it works. We're like, I I swear it didn't work, but this time it really didn't work. So he goes in through the garage, you know, a different area. He goes in there and he hits the button a couple of times. I'm like, are you kidding me? But if I had clicked it one more time, it would have worked. So did he charge you for coming out of him? He didn't. Oh, Wasn't that good? Nice. Which I was, it's really cool. That's cool that he didn't because he had to drive there yeah. and it was a snowstorm. Oh, it's the and I mean, well, but, you know, he was, he was very, yeah, exactly. He was very sweet. But okay. So as we are now really thinking about this, the, you know, relaunch reel, where we're going with this show. Mm-hmm. Where do you really think the show should go? When we talk about highlighting women, really understanding their relaunch stories, what makes it interesting to you? The real. I want to. I want to know the real story. You know, I don't want the 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 photo processed in Premiere or Photoshop. I don't want the oh, I'm a superstar and I woke up this way, kind of like the old soap operas. You know, oh, gosh, I want, you know, I, I, I want the real, you know, I want people to know that it was a struggle. I want people to know that, like in my case, I was homeless a couple of times in my younger years. You know, I want people to know that it's not those people and these people and it's everybody. We all have 
problems and issues and struggles and have a hard time getting out of our car door or bedroom door. And the difference is the ones that keep pushing through. It's not, you know, because I tell my grandson all the time, my grandson is a 16-year-old basketball team, Mm -hmm. right? And I tell him, I'm like, this basketball player is great, but he's not the best that ever was. He's the best that got through. So many never got past high school or college because they get wrapped up in the stardom or they got messed up with something else and they got taken off the path. It's staying on the path, keep moving forward, not being perfect, but just moves. And that's what I want to tell is how do people, you know, move, get to the next level. Especially in my case, you know, I'm the only entrepreneur in my family. You know, my father would say to me all the time, I know everybody matches to a different level. But what day band plays in your head? You know, I'm the Rocky does Rocky does, Dad. And it's like, that's what I want people to know. Whether you are fortunate enough to grow up in a family like the Kennedys and you sat around the dining room table and talked about your finances and your future, or if you literally had a single mom living in a not so great neighborhood in a crappy public school. And you're not the greatest athlete in the world, but you still want to be the best entrepreneur. How'd you do? What got you here? What kept you moving? We well, had to eat, you know, top ramen for a year. There's a lot. Of, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think my mine, um, my big thing was uh, a baguette and broccoli with parmesan. That was like my. Gr- I know it's the weirdest thing, isn't it? Like who does that? I do. And then I, added, and then I added pasta and then I just added any pasta and that like put some butter and that I must've eaten that five nights a week. You're like, oh boy, broccoli. <laughs> oh my broccoli. It's just the combination. Oh, I'll make that for you sometime. That was my, like, I still have okay, a go-to. So we're, doing, we're doing a live take. We're doing a live cooking show. We're going to do, yes. We're okay. going to come to my house. Okay. We're going to do a live kitchen show. Yep. And we're going to, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing that. Okay. okay. But I find a lot of people, even when I have them on the relaunch show, that they really don't want to go there. They don't want to open that vulnerability up. They don't want to, you know, but my, my people don't really know that about me. Mm-hmm. And there's always that as you get to know somebody, you're like amazed that how much we don't really know. How do you recommend to people as you're working with them to go there to show that? Because a lot of times we're not very comfortable going and showing our vulnerabilities. But that's just it. That's the secret. You know, that's what we want. That's what it's about. You know, if you want your golden ticket, you have to reach out to them. They're not, they're not going to come and deliver it to your door. You know, it's like you got to reach out for it. That's how it happens. You know, that's what makes it. But the funny thing is, is that we talk about things called salt chickens around all the time. And because a long, long time ago, an entrepreneur, a very successful entrepreneur, I asked him for a secret to success. And he said, it's right in front of you, like the salt chicken. And I'm like, what do you mean? He said, people look everywhere for their successes and what they're good at and what their passion is. Da, 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 da. And instead of just looking at what you love to do, who you love to be, and then figure out how to monetize it. Period. So true. You know, period. They they could be the best skiers in the world, but they're over here trying to figure out how to, you know, create the best funnel for, you know, chocolate cake or something. It's like, what are you doing? If you're a skier, go teach people how to virtually ski or something. What are you doing? So that's what I had to learn how to do. That's what a lot of people have to learn how to do is they think that what they really love isn't good enough, isn't going to generate enough. And it does. I mean, I got a friend that's making cookies, you know, and she turned it into a small cookie franchise. And now they're doing like $3 million a year, you know, teaching people how to make cute cookies. Come on now. I know everybody's got a cute cookie thing in them somewhere, right? Uh, you know what? I have one of those too. See? I have a client that did uh, serendipity pound cakes. And uh-huh. She based it around her grandmother's recipe. Uh-huh. And one of her biggest challenges was she didn't like to be in front of the camera. She didn't want to be in front talking to people about these. And I said, you know, if you don't do it, who will? Mm -hmm. And even more importantly, 
the more that you get out there, you're spreading the message about what really the pound cakes meant, which was that connection with family Mm -hmm. and making sure you have that family time. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as she got out of her own way, as soon as she got out of her own head of like, how do I look? How do I sound? How do, you know, oh God, you know, it's going to take all this time. And she just went to the front and started to say, hey, I got these amazing pound cakes and you should try it and you should try it with your kids and you should try it with your friends. Then her business started to take off. That's amazing. It's such a, you know, that's where it's so important. And as you said, you know, you've had, you've had how many relaunches, massive relaunches <laughs> do you think you've had? If you had to just like, you know, kind of estimate, relaunch. like estimate. Four. Okay. Four, four or five. Massive. Massive. And then how many, Average, probably average 20. ones. Okay. <laughs> average, probably 20, but that comes from me in a computer program. You code yourself into a corner as we like to say. So it's like, you think you got it. You got totally. it. You got it. And then you don't, and then you, don't. <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you have to figure out how to, because you don't want to throw the baby out as my mother would right. say the baby with the bathroom, yeah. right? Yeah. So now you got to back it up and figure out how to make it run. Mm. So average stuff. I've had that happen ever since I was 10. You know, when I started my first business, ever since I was 10, I've, I've had- What was that business? Yeah, you knew I was going to go there. <laughs> I was honestly kind of a foreman, believe it or not. Okay. When I was eight years old, on my eighth birthday, my dad comes home and he cuts off my allowance for my birthday present. Mm-hmm. First thing I think is, wow, I can't wait for that. <laughs> then he turns around and tells me I'm getting a job. Okay. Eight. Eight. And I'm not allowed to go off the block. So this is about to be the craziest job. And he wants me to do a paper route. I'm like, Dad, this is going to be the shortest paper route you like. You only let me go two houses <laughs> across the street and two on the doors by me. So what do we do? So he figured he would follow me on the weekend and I could go do a paper route. Mm-hmm. Well, papers are early, early in the morning and it's only right. it's two days off. So that didn't last. Oh, he was all gun ho yeah. the first part of yeah. it. And that's you know, like, no, this yeah, isn't going to work. So that's running and coding yourself into a corner, <laughs> right? So then he decided that I'm going to pay you for your chores and you're going to submit an invoice. Mm-hmm. Well, when I was 10 years old, I'm looking across the street and one of the neighbors is yelling because her son left and didn't rake the loan. And she's like, what is he doing? He didn't rake the And I'm like, well, a dad will pay me to do chores. Maybe she'll pay me to walk across the street and say, I'll do your rake. I'll rake your lawn. How much would you pay me to rake? And she paid me to do I'm like, and I started hiring kids in the neighborhood. And we did that until I left the Navy at 17. I mean, we painted houses, we fixed cars, we mowed lawns, we yeah. And then when I Jackie of all trades. Yeah. And then 14, I was a loan shark. I used to do loans. No. Yeah. And then you just have them pay you the interest. Yeah. Oh God, you're good. <laughs> you are so good. So, <laughs> so with all of this, and I'm laughing because when you're talking about what you did when you're eight, mm-hmm. there was a time I was five years old and this is my first entrepreneurial adventure. My mom had, was getting a divorce from my dad and I, I, I'm sure there was somebody in the house, but it appeared like there was nobody in the house. Okay. And so I decided I was going to, there was a lot of garage sales in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and people were selling everything. And I thought, well, I know my mom needs a little bit more money. What can I do to help? And so imagine five, I'm like looking around. So I gather up all the trinkets in the house that I think are cool. Mm-hmm. And I take a black felt pen and I put on the bottom of every single one what I think it's valued at. So there was a pair of clogs that she had gotten when she was young with her parents in Holland. And I said, they were worth five cents. Mm. They kind of meant something, but I didn't really, they were too big for me. I couldn't wear them. Then I started to do clothing. I started to do a little lamp. There was a little figurine. There was a little, all these things. Had my friends come over and I literally almost sold out. Mom comes home and says, you know, Mary Jane, where, you know, where's this? Where's that? I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> what? Well, well, you must know there's a lot of things missing from the house. What, what happened? And I said, well, and I gave her this, all these coins that I had been collecting. And I said, you know, pennies and, you know, oh, you don't have five cents. You got two pennies. That's okay. Give it to me. And so it ended up that, you know, I think I I made less than a dollar and sold everything. And I said, mom, this is for you. You can, you know, have it. And she said, no. And so she goes to all the neighbors, calls all the moms, calls everyone. 
and gets back her items. But I mean, ever, you know, all the way to when I graduated, right? These items, I flip over and oh my God, there's my little writing and everything. So as we wrap up today's show. Oh man, is it over? It is, I know. Uh And as we think about the the upcoming season that we're going to be doing, and we are going to be talking about women relaunching the stories, what we can't believe, like I didn't know that. Exactly. Who are, who, who's (laughs) like Hillary? Yeah. So who would you say that you absolutely want to learn more? What woman out there that you're like, what a story she must have because we know the end is not necessarily the the entire end game. You mean other people? Oh, yeah, because we're going to keep diving into all this juiciness. You know, I mean, at, you know, at up there, Sharon Lecter, I would love to like Sharon Lecter at a younger age before she was Sharon Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Sharon Lecter. How was that journey? You know, Ooh, that so would good. Be so we, good. We are absolutely yeah. going to do her. Yeah. But the next show All that right. we're going to do is actually we're going to go into Cheryl Sandberg, former COO of Facebook Meta, yeah. and we're going to give you a little bit more insight, everyone, on things that you didn't actually know about her, her her successes and her failures. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're excited about I'm, that? I'm, I'm extremely excited, but she had no failures. I mean, oh, people, just wait. Oh, no, just Facebook. wait. Just wait. We're going there. Oh, yeah. No, she there's some superheroes. Oh, no. You're just, no, it's, it's not failures necessarily. It's, you didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that. Well, what would you say to people right now? That is one of the last comments on today's show about the future. You never know what's coming. And be open to all opportunities. Because you say no quicker than you say yes. And you say yes to things you really never wanted to do. So be open. You never know. You might be hanging out with us one day. Saying we didn't know that. Oh, so good. So everyone, you have just been a part of the first relaunch career. We are so excited about where this is going. See you next week. See you next week or next month for me. Bye-bye. You've just heard another episode of the Relaunch Podcast. If something shared in this episode resonated with you, please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review. And share this episode with others to inspire them to take the small steps that lead to a life full of purpose and possibility. And remember, you can have immediate access to the show notes and any giveaways at therelaunchco.com backslash podcast. Until next week, now is your time to relaunch your transition into a transformation.